0: everybody, and welcome back to The Right Reality, the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. My name is Mixie. Hi, I'm
1: Steve. That's
0: Steve. That's me. We're here to talk about episode, you might think it's two, but it's not. It's episode three. Admit it, you're a gold digger. Now, before we get into this incredible episode, Stephen. Mm-hmm. When you count, yes. what's the number after one?
1: Hold on. Let me do this real quick.
0: You can do it. I believe in you. You take your time.
1: One? hmm One?
0: Uh, no, just, just one one. Then what's after the one?
1: After the one is um, two.
0: Oh, okay. I-, I thought so, too. But according to Joe Millionaire, after episode one is episode three. Give us episode two. I don't know what yeah. you're hiding. What are you hiding? I have some theories that I'm going to get into throughout this. Oh, boy. Why were we not given episode two? And and I know, <laughs> Stephen, you already tried to pull the... Well, episode one was two hours.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, yeah.
0: Completely fair. Let's name the next episode episode two, then.
1: It's a really good, strong stance from you that following... The first episode should be the second episode.
0: I know it's a crazy thought.
1: No matter how long or how many separate episodes were built into episode one, the next one is episode two. <laughs> but, Mixie. Yeah. This is what we want out of Joe Millionaire.
0: No, you're right. It makes no sense and it makes me happy.
1: This is the type of stuff that we appreciate and we want more of. These little things. Oh, fully agree. Like, we want episodes being misnumbered. We want the bowling segment to be so not...
0: No continuity whatsoever. Just...
1: I cannot wait to get into the... the Just the massive amount of <laughs> Mack trucks I can drive through the continuity of the bowling scene. <laughs> it makes me so happy...
0: It's so great.
1: As well as the number of people who are now listening to this Joe Millionaire podcast, including (laughs) we know. Hi, ladies of Joe Millionaire. What's up? Yeah.
0: Hello. Hi, ladies. We've had a great week. You know, a lot of the ladies from the show have been reaching out to us being so nice and supportive. And we've also got a bunch of new hotties. We've had a ton of new people. And it's been awesome. It's been so
1: fun. This is what you get from the number one Joe Millionaire Podcast. Absolutely. Still number one on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. No matter what Robot tries to do with trying to take us down. Oh, we want (laughs) we want eighty million reviews on Apple Podcasts to try to take down the number one spot. I don't think so. Still on top. It's our crown. We're wearing it. You can't come for the crown. Yeah, bitch. And I see I see what they did. Mixie, I saw this this morning. I did not share this with you. Oh, no. What? One of the reviews is clearly someone within Fox trying to take us down already. Really? It is a review on a podcast, Robots podcast, trying to become the number one Joe Millionaire podcast when clearly they are not. Oh. Because here's the thing. I'm going to read this review.
0: I watched Joe Millionaire.
1: (laughs) No, it's even worse. It's even worse. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. It's even worse, ladies and gentlemen. The title of this review, not on ours, but on Robots Podcasts, starts by saying, Number One Joe Millionaire Recap Podcast.
0: Nah, fuck that shit. Fuck
1: that shit. Fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. Give
0: me that IP address.
1: With the advent of the newest reality show, Joe Millionaire, blank and blank take on the monumental task of recapping this glorious moment in in reality history. What the fuck? At this point, I'd have to guess that this is the number one Joe Millionaire recap podcast and I'm excited to definitely commit to producing quality content each week after this season. Get the fuck out of here, person that reviewed this. Let me give you their name.
0: My dick
1: B R A G A L A G A. You can get wrecked.
0: Absolutely get fucked.
1: They're the number one Joe <laughs> Millionaire podcast. Do you not know how rankings work? When you type in Joe Millionaire, <laughs> the first one that's on there is the right reality. Yeah, as it should be. Which makes us the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. That's how numbers work, Fox. The unofficial, official, official. That's how it works. So get wrecked Whoever the fuck you are Thinking you're coming for this slot I guarantee you they didn't help you with your workout last week
0: Oh no they didn't No chance No chance
1: They as a matter of fact didn't even want to do a podcast How many gates did they have? Zero We had at least three Yeah we have a woo counter this week Fuck yeah we do I counted the amount of woos this week Are they doing that on the number two Joe Millionaire podcast? I think not I think not.
0: I will say I am a little sad that we got no reviews this week.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Please, you know, in order for us to make it very clear to everyone that we are the number one official podcast of the Joe Millionaire show, we need you guys to give us some reviews. Also, I don't know how to value myself if you don't tell me.
1: Yeah, we're, we we believe we're garbage <laughs> people until you tell us otherwise.
0: Yeah, if you give me a five stars, I live in the garbage can. <laughs> I'm not allowed inside.
1: Ladies of the show, we appreciate the love through the IG and the, and the DMs and, and all that type of stuff. So sweet. We need some reviews from you, too. Also, please come on our show. Or just come on the show. But we'd like We'd like both. Both. We want both. We need both. Yes. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. If you're coming for the crown be prepared for the smoke to get knifed in the back like what's her name on Game of Thrones? not that I ever watched that television program oh the
0: the some, white widow what's yeah something
1: <laughs> with the there's 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 dragons and
0: yeah the dragon that one dragon.
1: The ice person or whatever happened I don't know I
0: don't know there's some were there wands are there wands in game
1: of Thrones? I think that's the one that's like when I take my shot Harry something like that I don't know <laughs>
0: Sounds about right.
1: I think that's the same program.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mixie, yeah. let's
1: get into it because we got a lot to we got a lot to get over this week, including including our woo counter and just a bunch of other things. I can't wait. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. So I mean, let's get right into this absolute treat that we have been given every Thursday, which is Joe Millionaire. Mm. So we start finding out that it's Stephen with the beast birth- birthday. Hey. Love a good birthday episode, you know. We know that we're going to get end up with somebody giving somebody a lap dance, which we did. So, thank god. That's the whole point of birthdays, right? Lap dances.
1: <laughs> if you don't have a lap dance as a man for your birthday, scientifically you have not aged.
0: Yeah, I don't think it counts.
1: As a matter of fact, you go backwards. So you lose a year.
0: Oh, maybe that's what I need to start doing is getting rid of the lap dances.
1: That's what it is.
0: That's how you that's how you age backwards, everybody.
1: That's how you Benjamin button it. Yep. <laughs> Science.
0: Well, you know, we're we're excited. It's Steven's birthday. Woo. You know, all the girls are chatting it up, and we hear the first bell of the episode from the greatest man that has ever butted in his life, Martin. Martin. The king of the budding.
1: I'm just going to say, like, we don't want to toot our own horn here, but we're going to do it every single time we have the opportunity. Absolutely. Martin reshared shared a post of ours on Instagram this week one of our stories. He just reshared it this morning. No big deal.
0: Martin, come on our show, please.
1: Martin slash whoever's running your Instagram account, please <laughs> let him know we would like him to be on the show.
0: <laughs> it could be him. We don't know it's not him. We just Nixie. definitely
1: don't know it is. Nixie mixy
0: whatever there's some sort of connection there i want him on the show steve it
1: ladies and producers hi producers we know you're listening now too what's up because maybe some of you have followed us and or whatever no big deal um please reach out to martin and get him on this podcast this is the only goal we want for this season of the right reality please is martin on this fucking podcast
0: i already i have already written out questions because i'm just manifesting that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and spoiler alert one of the questions is about how he selects his bells oh. which i feel as though needs to be discussed
1: like are they handcrafted does he go? I, to he's the got it
0: he's probably has a guy
1: he's got a bell guy he's
0: got bell, bell guy yeah because that bell rings so beautifully and just collects everyone's attention right away i i do think it's in his flick of the wrist
1: Important follow up. I want to ask. Yeah, is is the bell guy that you get the father of bell boys at Mm. you know hotels and such?
0: Yeah, I feel like they're it's their stepfathers. Okay, are the ones that make the bells themselves?
1: Okay, okay, yeah, got it. Okay,
0: based off of all of the facts that are right in front of me. Yeah.
1: So he rings his amazing bell. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, and we find out that the girls um, are going to be going on a group date. Everybody on one group date, which is great. I know last episode, Stephen and I were thinking it might be like a split group date every week. I'm mm-hmm. very happy to see that they're changing it up while still staying on the
1: rich, poor thing. What I really appreciated about this episode was that, you know, usually episode one, of a show lays the groundwork for how you're going to do things Uh
0: uh-huh
1: episode three basically said (laughs) we're going to do everything different than the last episode everything's going to be different from the dates to the (laughs) one-on-ones to how we eliminate elimination just everything is going to be different if you think you have no
0: consistency no
1: which we love amazing It's just like we're just we're just figuring this out as we go. It's basically like how everybody in their thirties lives their life. You know when you start to realize, oh, we just wake up every day and we just figure it out. That's how this show is being approached, and I love every Uh, second of it.
0: It's the best. Well, I do I so as we're getting ready to go to the dig for gold. Mm -hmm. Amber makes a comment about Carolyn. I believe CJ did as well. For those of you who do not know who CJ is, it is the blonde girl whose name starts with a C, who we cannot pronounce.
1: Yeah. Uh, question. What was that first girl you mentioned his name? Amber. Who? Amber. Who? Where did this girl come from? Amber S. Okay, so this is where... Amber, this is- who had the absolute audacity this week. <laughs> To yeah. just question every single thing.
0: So there has, in episode two, that does not exist, yeah. or it does. Oh. I think it exists on a hard drive somewhere.
1: Oh. There
0: has to be something about Carolyn's in some way dropping that she's a gold digger or into mm. guys with money. Because mm. throughout this whole episode, multiple girls, not just Amber and CJ, multiple girls make comments that she's a gold digger. I have not seen anything of that nature. I know that the show clearly is Franken-biting her audio to make it seem that way. Mm-hmm. But there has not been a single thing that I have seen to make me think she's a gold digger. The only thought I have is that she has a child and she would obviously prefer someone with more money to help her support her child and set her child up better. Well, but I don't consider that gold digging. Well,
1: I mean, there was an, an entire challenge this week where she li- yes. literally digged gold.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the (laughs) figure. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. She's really good at gold digging.
1: I mean, she was, both of them were miles ahead of everybody else, which makes me just, like, wonder, like, have you gold digged before? Have you dug for gold? I don't know. I've never done it. No, I haven't either. It doesn't look, like, particularly entertaining in the slightest, unless it was a competition like this. Yeah, But um, one thing that happened before we got to the gold digging date that I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. uh, Annie uh, asked the group, hey, if you had money, would you spend it on things or experiences? So, Mixie, I asked you that question, and then I have a flaming hot take based off what the ladies said on the show. Okay.
0: First thing I spend it on?
1: Food. Oh, okay.
0: Why wasn't food part of that?
1: (laughs) I think that falls into maybe experiences. Oh, is that experiences? Yeah, like you're going out for like a nice meal.
0: Mm, Yeah, not what I meant. Meant like delivery.
1: Oh, (laughs) just door dashing the shit out of every place in New York. Got it.
0: Yeah, so that I don't have to make food. Mm, mm. Making food is such a pain in the ass. And we have to do it every day, multiple times a day. What kind of world is this? It's 2022.
1: Yeah, where is my robot butler to make my fucking food now?
0: You know, that's my answer. I would buy Martin.
1: You'd buy Martin,
0: which is an experience.
1: I'm sure Martin's got the hookup with like personal chefs, like yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they both you and you have a bell for both of them that Martin has provided you.
0: That he found, obviously, yeah.
1: So you're going, you're. You're jumping outside the bounds of the question, which is very on brand for you and saying, well,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm going with neither and saying food. <laughs> uh, perfect. I appreciate
0: I'm going with Martin, but it, which which I which I feel falls under experiences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what I really appreciated about your answer there was it was not within the realms of the question. It did not answer <laughs> A or B, which is very on par for what the show does. So therefore, your answer is correct. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. What's your answer? Ha- well, it's definitely experiences as well. I okay. don't, like things to me now don't really matter. It's definitely experiences. like mm-hmm. I want to like I'll do the food thing, but I want to like go to like cut in Beverly Hills and have like a $300 A5 Wagyu prime rib. Fuck yeah. With Martin. Oh, yeah. Martin's obviously there. <laughs> and, you know, if one of the ladies from the show wants to join, so be it.
0: There is an open seat.
1: I'm just also saying, ladies, I'm not paying, but you can join. <laughs> I don't have an extra three hundo I'm no. not Steven I am Steven, but not Steven with a V. V I'm
0: Steven with a PH
1: Here's my flaming hot take Ladies, I'm sorry This is a public service announcement from The Right Reality Because we like to do these types of things To help you help yourself Of course Ladies, if you have a dating profile Please stop putting that you like to travel Please stop putting that in there As a unique characteristic of you <laughs> Because I'm here to ruin your life. Everyone likes to travel. 98% of people enjoy traveling to new great locations. It's not a thing where I go, oh, wow, you like to play board games? Me too. No. We like to travel. We like to go to Europe. We like to go to the Caribbean. We like it. Put something else. (laughs) Please Put something else also additional caveat for ladies of los angeles stop saying you like to hike <laughs> we get it you like to hike and travel no and please don't post your photo of you hiking to machu picchu all of you have it <laughs> all of you have the same photo it doesn't matter please stop doing all these things
0: oh
1: my god this has been a public service announcement for the right reality
0: well, there you go for all the girls that don't end up with the millionaire or the poor guy. Now you know how to set up your profile. Thanks, Stephen. Holy fuck.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Well. <laughs> also, also, why oh, okay. hey, worked up.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Stephen said Kurt falls fast.
0: How do you know this? Oh, because they, they've gotten to know each other so well these last three days. You've <laughs> known each other for a day and a half. I will say, at least they're not pretending like they know these girls because Lord knows they maybe spent twenty minutes with. Them.
1: Oh, he falls fast. you know, when he falls fa- when he falls, he falls fast. How do you know this? You've only watched him fall fast for one person. one person. <sighs> and and also, he's not the one making out with three people in this episode. Steven, with the V. You know, I agree.
0: But you know who else uh, I want to get to know a lot better? Hmm. Rodney the Gold Digger.
1: Oh, my God. Rodney.
0: Rodney had a mullet ponytail, and it was... I paused. I paused, and I, I took in all of its glory. There's some bangs going on. There's a mullet. There's a ponytail. I'm not really sure. There was overalls,
1: a beard.
0: Rodney looked hot as fuck.
1: Rodney was probably getting numbers from women as they left.
0: I, I don't know how somebody didn't just stay behind to to dig with Rodney. Woo!
1: Rodney. <laughs> Tell you what. I am convinced out of all the men on this show, my personal mm-hmm. order of people I want to hang out with. One, obviously, Martin. Obviously. To keep with the theme of what we're doing here on this episode, uh, three- Is Rodney.
0: Twos no longer exist.
1: Twos don't exist. It's not a thing. Uh, You can't prove it. So I have to change my woo counter. Um, We have to skip over the the number that doesn't exist. So one again, Martin, obviously. Yes. Three, Rodney. Tied for fourth and fifth, Stephen and Kirk. Stephen with a B. (laughs) Because let me tell you what. Uh I have way more in common with Rodney and Martin. Oh, me
0: too. I than agree. I
1: do with Steven and Kurt, and it's not even close. It's not. I mean, I don't have a helicopter. What am I and Steven supposed to talk about? The <laughs> fact that Stephen with a V got all the little license plate frames from stores when I when he was a kid.
0: Stephen with a V seems he seems to have figured out a, a a way to not talk about the helicopter, and that is to just shove his tongue down everybody's throat.
1: Oh, we'll get we'll get to the word everyone in just a minute. <laughs> we'll we'll get to rachel's definition of everyone in just a few fucking moments you are
0: you are lit today i love it Woo! let's go so rodney rodney the hottie he taught the girls how to dig for gold and we find out that whoever gets the most gold the two girls with the most gold get to go on individual dates with the boys yes so Again, there will be losers and there will be winners here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you'll love to see. Yeah. Um, Steven, when they started digging, who yeah. who did you think was going to win?
1: Well, you know, I knew who was going to win because I watched five seconds of a preview for this show where they clearly showed who goes on the dates.
0: Oh, damn it. They do slam those in the intros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh (laughs)
1: Immediately taking me out of the competition of this thing.
0: The way they set it up, it was very clear to me that Carolyn and Jenny were going to win it.
1: You mean the people who were in the middle of these things?
0: Yeah, they're in the center.
1: Maybe that's exactly where they put the most gold was right in the fucking center. I don't know. I'm not saying that's what they did, Mixie, but- You know, if I'm trying to rig this, that's the way to do it, because I want these two people who clearly have an attraction to get with each other in episode three, because two doesn't exist. Uh And I want this girl to reveal a big thing in like a different date. I'm going to put them in the middle. I'm going to put all the golden mill.
0: That that seems to be the case of what happened. I would love to hear from the girls if they picked where they stood or if they were. (laughs) No chance. Yeah, no you're right. Chance. There's there's not a chance in hell. Don't 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 choke over it. But I agree with you. There's no chance they picked their spots.
1: I'm gonna stand here. No, you're not. You're standing over there yeah. where we've put no gold. Uh-huh. We've put no gold in that spot. Get over there, whoever you are, Amber. If that's what your name is, I haven't seen through two episodes. Well, one and one non-existent episode of the show.
0: The only thing I remember about her is that she was twerking to make the stallion, which. You got to love it. You can't you can't hate on that shit on a bar. <laughs> well, so, you know, in, in my opinion, the way they set the episode, set up, you know, prior to them actually digging, it was clear to me that Jenny and Carolyn were going to win. Mm-hmm. And shock and awe, guys, they are the ones that won. <laughs> As Stephen stated, they were in the dead center. Yeah. <laughs> Did it really make sense? Um, but, you know, they are the winners. They will be getting their dates the next day. Because, as we said, it's Steven with a V's birthday. Woo! And we need some butt shaking. We do. In our faces. And we got it.
1: Oh, we got it. Before we get to the butt shaking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I want to ask you about this. I love the fact that Curtin's new to reality television.
0: Oh, so clearly new.
1: Because he thought he would just put his hand over his mouth And the damn microphone that is strapped to his chest wouldn't hear him talking about Jenny's stack, quote unquote. Yeah, I know. Kurt, you're mic'd, buddy, and we know you're talking about her tits, okay? (laughs) It's very obvious. Like, it's obvious, bro. And you don't think Steven's staring at this the whole time as well? Yeah. (laughs) We're all staring. Everybody's staring. We are, too. The girls are staring, okay? Jenny's staring. She knows. She played along with it. Shout out to Jenny for playing along and doing her damn thing. Go you.
0: Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Kurt has no idea what's going on. I love it. And it's incredible. It truly is. It's so good. You know, you have a woo count. I feel like I need a dude and bro count for Kurt. Ooh. Because that's all that comes out of his mouth whenever he's with Steven. I do think... He's getting a little bit more comfortable. He's mm-hmm. so much more lively when he's with Stephen. Yeah. When he was on his one on one, he was just very monotone. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's what I think. I feel like that's a guy thing. I feel like that's a bro guy thing. Yeah, like, he's got his bro. <clears throat> he's got his bro. When you're Dude. when you're kind of like chilling, and you're by yourself, you're just like whatever. But then yeah. your bros here and it's like, "Oh, let's go, bro. Let's let's hype up. Let's eat these salads, bro, in the mm-hmm. next scene before we get ambushed, bro." So happy
0: to see see eating again. We are we are two for two on eating. Love it. Show us people eating. Great stuff.
1: We want to see it. Here's what I don't want to see though. Kurt had nothing on his salad. Did you guys see this?
0: Oh, I didn't see that, but that does not
1: surprise me. it was all green. I saw no carrot. I saw no radish. I saw no cucumber. I saw no meat. I saw no cheese. It was just lettuce.
0: Kurt, get a little spice in your life, buddy.
1: Is this what you want on a salad? No tomatoes? Onion? Some delicious red onion? You don't want any croutons to add a crunch element into this? (laughs) You just want plain Lettuce. And, like, I, I assume you're going to have, like, a plate. You're going to just smother that thing in fucking ranch. That seems like a Kurt move. Oh, I just want ra- You know what? <laughs> Kurt's. If you order a salad like this in this situation, he's probably like, can I get, like, oil and vinegar for my salad with its yes. just lettuce? I don't know I've why he talked like three that. Three
0: different kinds of lettuce. Yeah, Kurt does not sound like no, that. No, he doesn't. Kurt sounds like this with no change <laughs> in his voice at all. I'm so happy. I'm so sad. That's (laughs)
1: great. I really like kissing Carolyn. It
0: was great. (laughs) Carolyn is pretty.
1: (laughs) I like bowling. They made us walk through fog for no reason to go bowling.
0: Can we, you know, I remember the first episode we were talking about the gentleman's
1: quarters.
0: And do you remember what I said?
1: That at some point the girls were going to walk down there and create a ruckus.
0: I believe I said I give it one episode, which I did technically get because episode 2 didn't exist. So
1: well, I mean, we'll have to check the people who make the rules to see if that's okay.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, 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 we got to check on the rules. But <laughs> I don't want to act like I know everything, but obvious <laughs> as fuck they're going to go down the street and, and fuck with them. They did a ding dong ditch to invite Steven and his plus one Kurt mm-hmm. to their to their pajama party. Mhm. Were those pajamas that they wore?
1: I want you to ask me that question again.
0: Hey Steven. Yes. Were those pajamas that they had on? No. Those were workout clothes.
1: I don't wear a hat as part of my pajamas. Okay? Steven with a V. They
0: were in a Lululemon commercial. That was not that was not pajamas.
1: They one of the girls even asked that. Oh, did you wear this is this your pajamas? No. If, if, if you have to not. ask, the answer is no, they're not pajamas. They're not. The girls wore pajamas. Uh-huh. Now, maybe for a guy, like, I don't have pajamas. Like, I sleep a specific way where it's no pajamas.
0: Are you going to try to tell me that this was spr- actually sprung on them and wasn't planned?
1: No, but I'm saying I don't think guys have pajamas. But I can say, like, bro, like, wear some workout shorts. You don't need to wear, like like pants situation stuff and you definitely yeah. don't wear a
0: hat man they were wearing their workout clothes Ugh, god it was uh, it made me mad because like production hello it's me mixie go get them some plaid pants that's all i needed the shirt's fine give me some plaid loose pants i don't tell me it's a pj party and they're in joggers and a baseball hat
1: bad move and like get them like like a like a white tee, like a wife beater or something like that. They they make it look good. They took it off about five minutes into the party, anyway.
0: Yeah, which you know, shout out to Justin for the those torsos yeah. we got going.
1: Oh, he he would have loved it. I got I got to touch base with him and see if he got some upper torso. Mr. Pop that shirt off. I want to ask one thing before we fully fully dip into the uh, pajama party, which was not a pajama party, which became a kiss gate, twenty twenty two. Another gate. Annie big part of this episode. Yes. She's going with a black nail. She was putting on black nail polish. I just want to say hot. I love a black nail. It was so hot. hot. I had to turn the fan on in the room because I was like, whoo.
0: Understandably.
1: Whoo. Hello. Black black nail and Annie. Let's let's go.
0: <laughs> Especially when a girl that's like cute does black nail. Oh. Yeah. I feel
1: you. Very high on my list currently. Shout out to Annie.
0: Understandably. Annie, if
1: you're listening to this, hi, congratulations on Georgia winning the national championship. Go dogs. And also if this all falls apart to you and you want to move to Los Angeles and you want me not to pay for your dinner at Cut at Beverly Hills, let's do this.
0: <laughs> so romantic.
1: I mean, who could who could who could not take me up on that?
0: I mean, if you weren't turned on enough by the black nail polish, can we talk about her Martin impression?
1: No, because I need to be able to function for the rest of this podcast and not pass out. Okay. Okay? Okay? Okay. I understand. I don't need her also being, like, funny and adorable at the same time with the black nail polish, Mixi. Listen,
0: all I'm going to say is I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. You were missing the bell. That was it. (laughs) It was pretty good. You need the bell. It It was really good. Otherwise, well done, Annie. Yeah. And then... We get Andrea. Now, Andrea, I feel like, am I saying that correctly or is it Andrea?
1: It could be either or either. See what I did there?
0: Let us know, Andrea, Andrea, which way you prefer it. And I apologize for my butchering. Slide
1: into the DMs, which, which you might have already slid into.
0: Oh, yes. That's right. She did. Lovely. Welcome. We love you. Um, she... Isn't getting enough airtime. This woman is a queen. Everything that comes out of her mouth is fucking incredible.
1: I appreciate this take a lot.
0: I want more of her.
1: I was very impressed with the lap dancing skills.
0: And incredible ass shaking. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't rewind it because I did.
1: I mean, her party hats almost came out a couple times, but, you know, (laughs) she took care of it. She took care of it.
0: That was his birthday present.
1: Mm, it was, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: He, She wanted to give him her birthday hat. <laughs> yeah. She's just a giver. I fucking, I fuck with her hard. I feel like me and her would have a great time throwing shots over our shoulders at the
1: bar. Well, she's in Hawaii currently, and you and her in Hawaii would...
0: Oh, hit me up.
1: I don't know if you'd get back to the mainland. <laughs>
0: Let me know when you're in New York. We're we're going to party together for sure. I need so it.
1: many shots thrown over the shoulder at this at this hang. So
0: many. Oh. I just want to I just want to experience the slap dance because yes. Steven seemed very thrilled about it. Even people that weren't fully participating in it seemed very thrilled.
1: Yeah, I feel like we got uh, a couple woos in here. I also want to just state two things. The woo counter will appear at the end of this episode. Okay. You have between now and the end of the episode to guess the woos and we will review we will not review we will reveal the amount of woos then so just just so think
0: keep it in the back of your head i hope you don't count wrong steven
1: i've probably counted off <laughs> there was multiple times where i had to go back and be like did i miss a woo
0: what what constitutes as a woo
1: you know it when you see it
0: if it's a woo, does that count
1: no it's like <laughs>
0: so you
1: got to get the woo yeah that, you got
0: to get that you got to get that
1: pitch okay yeah woo. if if it was that it was counted as a woo and there were sometimes as i just stated i would have to rewind cuz i was like it's been 4 minutes since i've heard a woo there's no way <laughs> we, the- we we could have gone this long without a woo i got to go back here
0: it's so funny because I remembered noticing the woos in the first episode and then my mind must have just been like, there's a lot of other things going on that you need to focus on. We're just going to cancel out the woos so you don't even hear them.
1: Like Carolyn's twerking on the table? Was that one of them that drew your attention? I mean,
0: again, the twerking, the ass shaking of this episode, I love it. We're two for two for twerking in these episodes. Yeah. Give me all that ass.
1: I mean, it's, it's almost like we used to have a segment on the challenge version of the show called ass of the week, which we might have to bring back.
0: Ass of the week. I might have to bring it back, but there's so much competition here. I don't even know if I
1: would feel appropriate to crown, crown ass of the weeks. Well, it would just make them compete harder. And yeah, speaking right. of competing harder, that's right. It's time. We have two minutes in your workout. Let's go! It's time! Oh, let's go! It's time for you to push hard for the next two minutes! Here we go! We're ready, and we're starting! Let's go! Now, go! Two minutes, go! Yes!
0: And while you are running, we're going to talk about how Steven's a whore. Not this one. Not me. The one on the show. <laughs> I would like to be, but that's okay. It's, it's what's in your heart, Steven. If that's where you want to be, that's who you are. You know, these girls... What what are your thoughts on this, Stephen? Personally, for me, Annie handled it incredibly. Rachel, I'd give a solid negative 8 out of 10 on how she handled it.
1: I'm giving Rachel a negative 20 out of uh 2 um for okay. how she's handling the show and how it appears she's handling the show next week already. Uh uh-huh. um because yeah. because obviously Annie ha- handled this with the grace of a fine southern woman and how she would handle a situation like this um but what i will also not stand for is the fact of people not counting correctly because rachel continued to fail miserably um after being made out with on the stairs she decides when she finds out annie also got kissed she yes. was like, "Oh, he's just kissing everyone. Every ah, oh, he's just kissing everyone. Every uh oh, everyone. Mixie is every. By the way, you have thirty seconds to finish strong. Don't slack on me now. Finish strong. You're pushing for thirty seconds. Oh, push. Mixie, how many is everybody? Um,
0: well, considering there are what fifteen girls uh-huh. there, I would guess fifteen. Uh, c- incorrect, it
1: was two. Oh,
0: darn it! Two!
1: Finish wrong! Wait. Five!
0: Four. I think we
1: had two! Three, two, one! I should have skipped two! All right, done. <laughs>
0: Air horns, way to go.
1: Grab a water. Good job. Good Grab a water,
0: leave a review.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Take a pause, get some water, towel off a bit, leave a review. In any of those orders.
0: And then tell me. How many is everyone?
1: <laughs> I would like all reviews this week to to involve one of two things, one of three things, because we can't Martin. say two things because two is not a number anymore.
0: is not a
1: number. Uh, one. How many people is everybody? <laughs> and not two, but three. I want you to creatively figure out a way of not using the number two. Yep. That's can't a, one it. of those things yeah
0: joe millionaire has outlawed the number two we cannot use it
1: can't use it anymore so you tell us ways of how you would selectively get rid of the number two uh we appreciate uh bathroom humor so you know
0: compliments
1: that too and we already pre thank you for the engagement thank you for the engagement how do you think rachel handled this
0: Rachel has been over two on handling adult situations like an adult.
1: <laughs> that deserves another air
0: I really this solidified to me that Annie, Annie is in there with Steven top two. I think it's. I honestly think it's Annie versus Jenny for Stephen.
1: Whoa, and that's
0: boy! A game over.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Have
0: you, you know, Stephen, I wanted to ask you, have you been able to tell the difference between Jenny and Katie this episode?
1: Yes. Better. Are you lying to me? Better this week. Better this week. Oh,
0: it's better. <laughs>
1: better this week. Better this week. Because Jenny's name was said a bunch of times. and then, Yes. And then, like, I was like, okay, that's definitely one person and not two people. Like last week. I just thought yeah. they were the same person.
0: Yes, they're different.
1: They are different. And I appreciate their differences, but they are not one person, they are three people. Because, you know. Yeah. The the number after one doesn't count anymore.
0: In my opinion, his kiss with Rachel sling, seemed like a
1: sloppy drunk kiss. No.
0: It the the, <laughs> the way that it went about was I think he was drunk. Personally, in my thought process here, he actually wanted to kiss Annie. And everything, because he was saying really nice things to Annie when they were kissing. I don't know. He It kind of just felt like he was just saying what he, whatever he needed to say for Rachel.
1: I think he was doing a dress rehearsal.
0: With Rachel for Annie? <laughs> yeah, that's very, it could be.
1: You listen in a little bit. Uh, me and Annie are going to go make out and I'm going to talk to her and tell her all these things but first I need to do a practice run <laughs> and Rachel you've been selected because I feel like no one's going to believe you mm-hmm. when you go back and say we made out because you went off the deep end last week so I'm going to make out with you we're going to have a dress rehearsal And then she thought, she was like, oh, everybody's going to be coming for me now. Everybody. All of the people, which (laughs) means more than
0: two. Oh, fuck. Well, you know, it was weird to me also towards the end, once all the other girls found out that he kissed two girls. A lot of them were like, oh, my God, he did what? Oh, my goodness. I just real quick. Mm-hmm. You are on a dating show where there is two men and eighteen women. Mm-hmm. You think he's only going to kiss one of you?
1: I'm shocked that more kissing has not happened already. Like
0: I am also shocked.
1: First night of the Bachelor, like people are like finger blasting in the corner. I feel you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are <laughs> with the end of the rose stem, they are. This seems like a lack of sexual tension. These two guys and these girls.
1: Well, I think it's also like it's a weird setup so far. Like, uh-huh. it, unless you have that one on one date, there hasn't been an opportunity like until, um, until later, right before the elimination that was supposed to be a cocktail ceremony, but n- they didn't even show up to drink with them. Yeah. Um, when what's her name steals him away and gives her a note, like, nobody was like stealing time. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I Rose, think that's going to,
1: yeah. That's going to make it, like, really interesting the next few weeks because, like, last week felt like, okay, I like this idea. There's going to be split dates. Mm-hmm. There's a smaller group. You can have a, an amount of time to talk with them. But mm-hmm. then this week was, like, one date, very active. So you you were, like, all in a group doing something. So you couldn't, like, take them away and be like, hey, can I steal you for a minute? Which, yeah. again, I thought was copywritten and trademarked by The Bachelor. <laughs> So, I, they
0: also pulled the right reasons on this Ooh, episode too.
1: I loved, I loved every second of it. I can't wait for them to be sued over it, and uh, for copy copyright infringement. It was just strange because there's not really an opportunity to do this. So maybe this is where the 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 game is being played that they're all talking about.
0: I guess. The, I guess.
1: I I don't know where the game thing came from. But I'm here for it. I love a game.
0: I love a game too. This is a game. This whole thing is a game. Absolutely. Yeah. This is this is for football.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there are rules that you have to play with. And like uh-huh. it's not like this is the first time we've ever seen this format of the show. You have a couple days to figure out that I'm never going to get time with them individually unless I win. Yes. Where do I take my shots? Mm-hmm. And some of the girls played it really well And some of them didn't Some yeah. of them were nervous Some of them didn't make their move And like that's what's going to happen So I think now that we have an understanding Of how this can flow uh-huh. We will see What type of enjoyment comes out of this And who's willing to step up And who's going to just sit in the shadows And you know whatever
0: Absolutely and, and with that We hear the bell from Martin ding, 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 ding. Who finds out that Carolyn and Jenny were the two winners. Carolyn came in first, so she gets first pick. Surprise to absolutely no one. She picks Kurt, which means Jenny will be going on a date with Steven. Mm -hmm. Now, again, they kept with the theme. This is like the one thing that's been consistent between the two episodes so far. Um, is one of the one-on-one dates will be a rich date, mm-hmm. and the other one will be a poorer date. Mm-hmm. And um, Carolyn picked the "quote unquote" poor date, which again offended <laughs> me. Bowling is not a poor date. No. That's a that's a fucking blast. A great date. Fuck
1: you. Can I also just say this? Uh-huh. Bring back bowling dates. Love bowling dates. Let's do bowling dates again, ladies. Like be mm-hmm. open to bowling dates.
0: Yeah. Maybe say that on your dating profile instead of you like to travel.
1: Yeah. Well, open to go bowling. That is a lot better. I agree. Like, allow us to, like, have an idea of what you want to do as well. well. What would you like to do? I don't know. And then when, like, you say you don't know, we pick something and you're like, I don't like this. Well, I asked you, okay? hmm But bring back <laughs> bowling dates. Bowling dates are fun.
0: Amen to that.
1: And the rich date is, how would you refer to this?
0: So they referred to it as the opera. Mm -hmm. I would refer to it as sitting in a room by yourself with a woman screaming at you. Being sung
1: to? Well,
0: I don't know if that was singing. I feel like that's, that's, you're
1: grasping at straws here. (laughs) This is like a page right out of batch handbook, and I love it. It was. Let's Uh put you in a room and have somebody just sing at your face.
0: At you with no one else in the whole fucking auditorium. It's
1: the most awkward thing you can ever imagine. And it's not even like a sound check where they're, you like you know the artist. It's like...
0: Some random woman.
1: Just music being yelled at you. And you're so far away. Why do they have to be so far away?
0: Well, because they, the it, they're in an auditorium with a bunch <laughs> of seats that are drilled into the ground. So they have to go into like the middle section where there's a walkway in order to put a fold-out table down.
1: But elegant. Very elegant. Can I ask you this, Mixie, about these dates? First yeah. of all, I love the fact that the two women had, like, their own mini thrones to sit on as they were picking dates. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody yeah. else was, like, sitting crisscross applesauce, I felt. Uh-huh.
0: Or on the ground or shoved onto a couch, yeah.
1: The lessers. <laughs> uh, all you commoners, please sit. Hold on, I have to do it like Martin. Hmm. Uh. Common ladies, please sit on the couches where you will be uh, basically not looked at at all, and our aristocrats can sit in the mini thrones there. Um, also, don't look at me in the eyes. <laughs> you haven't deserved it. Okay, which stage would you like to go uh, to?
0: I did. I didn't realize that. I mean, they were they were in nice chairs. It is, you know, they really this show really does like to have very clear winners
1: and losers. Mm. So here's my question about the dates. Is Fox slash 495 Mm -hmm. trying to tell people, hey, don't worry about becoming rich because when you're rich, you don't get to do fun things like go bowling.
0: You get shit dates.
1: Or to like a country line dance. You have to go to the opera and to whatever the cotillions are. Like, it's a sneaky move. It is. It's a sneaky move to make us all feel like we don't want to, like, climb up the ladder and become rich in this country. It's like, hey, listen, if you're rich, you can't do these things anymore. Not allowed. Isn't it so much fun to be poor and to go bowling, you poor piece of shit? <laughs>
0: That is kind of the
1: vibe. And who's going to want to go on the great dates anymore? I guarantee you every week going forward, if this is the thing, everyone's going to be like, poor date. I want to go on the poor date.
0: Well, I mean, like, it doesn't make sense because you have yachts, helicopters that we know Stephen just gets super hard for. Go to the beach. Do a beach picnic with, like, an elegant, like, catering service. There's so many nice expensive things that you can do
1: like a mountain uh, cabin yeah yeah maybe they have to save that to the towards the end
0: I wonder if they'll travel
1: maybe maybe I don't know what city they were filming this in or near because like the bowling alley well the bowling alley is in Gainesville Georgia I know that's a real city but I don't okay. know where this opera house would have been. Like it, it, I I don't know. Does Gainesville have like a like an opera house?
0: We'll we'll dive into these dates. Would you like to start with Kurt and Carolyn or Stephen
1: and Jenny? Let's start with Stephen and Jenny. Let's change it up. Let's let's start okay. on on like how we relate on the rich side. Yeah, because we're we're rich hi- higher up. We're we're aristocrats over here,
0: and we're worth millions and millions of dollars because of this podcast.
1: So oh. Um, so much money coming out of our non-existent <laughs> pockets, yeah.
0: um, I really liked Steven and Jenny. I do think that they complement each other well. Um, I thought it was weird that he likes that she thinks that he's poor. He was like pumped. That was like the first thing he said Kurt to Kurt when he came back is he she thinks you're rich to Kurt. Kurt's like, oh, I'm not so far.
1: but I think uh, I think Kurt was like, yes, at least one person thinks I'm rich great cuz i think everybody else has got this figured out um it, it struck me as like a little odd that that was like a takeaway from him but i understand it from the from the prospect from, well i shouldn't say prospect from the perspective of how you're the editing the show and producing yeah. the show is like mm-hmm. you want it to still look like the girls don't really know cuz that's yeah. kind of the whole thing that you're trying to sell to the audience uh-huh. So I get that And I I guess I can appreciate the fact That if he really was like I think all girls know that I have money And they just want to be with me for the money And mm-hmm. here's this one girl saying That I don't think you're the rich one He's like okay I haven't felt this way in a while This is great like I could just <clears throat> Not talk about my helicopter And just hang out <laughs> with you And eat like surf and turf Or whatever they were having and yeah. and, 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 and that Also you can tell she's definitely a bottle girl did you see that?
0: Oh, because he couldn't pour it?
1: The way she was holding the bottle and she was going to pour?
0: You're taking that back? You were saying that there was no possible way that she was a bottle girl.
1: I, I have uh, it, I definitely changed my opinion. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. I mean, <laughs> maybe she doesn't once a month, but she knew how to hold that bottle.
0: Yeah. She was like holding tell. it
1: underneath, like thumb in the, the, in the thing when she was getting uh-huh. ready to pour it. And he's yeah. like, I don't know how to hold these things. I'm just going to pour it like I'm pouring my whiskey. I'm a poor boy that drinks whiskey. What's this? Is this bubbly water? <laughs> Is this that LaCroix stuff everybody talking about? <laughs> I don't know how to pour champagne. It's basically a whole new <laughs> thing to me. Where do I put? Do I hold both hands on this bottle? I don't know. <laughs>
0: What is this liquid?
1: It's bubbling. Oh, my God. It's exploding out. It sounds like a gunshot. <laughs> Did this bottle just shoot you?
0: I'm
1: not okay right now. <laughs> <laughs> a great way to try to, like, continue to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. Uh, I don't know how to pour a bottle of champagne. I'm just a poor weirdo who doesn't definitely have a helicopter.
0: I honestly feel like that was more of a way of us knowing that he was poor or that he was rich because rich people don't pour their own drinks. Exactly.
1: I don't know how to pour this. I have somebody like Martin do this for Uh me. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it was a very beautiful date. Jenny um, also kind of opened up about some very deep and emotional stuff that honestly I don't want to get into because we like to be happy over here.
1: We do not have any sort of ability as human beings to discuss this in the way it should be discussed. Absolutely. Therefore, we will appreciate Jenny and all that she's been through and all she had to deal with. Strong motherfucker. And appreciate the absolute dress that she murdered during this episode, which I hope there was a a fine funeral service for
0: well we'll we'll light some candles out for this it they just they are deserved
1: steven saw her and he was like
0: yes i know (laughs) let's go let's go yeah he was very happy which i thought was cute so yeah shouts out to jenny you killed that date i i'm wishing you well you are a fantastic human being uh keep doing you and go team Go team Jenny.
1: Also, if you want to come to LA and like and buy my three hundred dollar steak because you have a big big time settlement and you want to hang out, I'm cool with that too.
0: Yeah, Steven's gonna use you for your money though, so just know that.
1: <laughs> it's the other way around. See how this is working?
0: Going <laughs> <over> a reverse car. <laughs> So that is Steven and Jenny's date. Very cute, very nice uh, outside of the opera woman. I just, I'm not an opera gal, so I don't
1: know. How do you think the opera girl felt about performing in that way?
0: I bet she asked if this this was The Bachelor three times. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a bachelor date. I mean, it couldn't have been more of a bachelor date if it tried. This guy's not Rose. That's not Clayton. That's not Clayton. That guy's a lot shorter and has a helicopter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. If the reveal of Steven being a millionaire does not involve him showing up in his helicopter, I swear to God. It's going to. There's no chance it does it. It'll
0: be within the first three sentences that he says to these girls after. There's, there's no way he doesn't mention and or show the helicopter. He will. He will cease to exist.
1: I, I swear to God, if that is not <laughs> given to us, oh my God, I will hate this.
0: Well, while our millionaire Stephen was on his date with Jenny, we had a uh, long-awaited first mm-hmm. date of Kurt and Carolyn. Now, Stephen, yeah? I know that you have some things that you want to say about this date. I'm just going to go really quickly through my thoughts. It's yeah. very clear that he's just absolutely smitten with this girl. Um, I think it's funny. And, like, you know, Carolyn made that joke, like, you know, go ahead and try out the other girls before you pick me at the end, which I thought was cute and funny. But then she goes home and says it to the girls. Mistake.
1: Absolute mistake. Miss. Like the first mistake she has made this season
0: You can't do that I know that there's like some false Narrative in your head That these are like your girls And you're like basically in a sorority house And you guys are all there for each other That you can't talk about Your shit with these guys And same to Rachel and honestly Annie They should not have said anything about kissing Steven No Rookie mistake
1: You'd be like nothing Nothing happened out there
0: None of them need to know what you're doing.
1: We were going to, but then, like, we were interrupted by production or something like that. Like, just make it up. You were absolutely right, Mixi. Rookie mistakes.
0: Rookie mistakes all over this episode. You guys got to keep your shit to yourself.
1: So who made the bigger mistake, though?
0: I think Carolyn did. I agree with you. Because that really I mean, I could see it in some of these girls eyes when she said it that like that set it off for them.
1: Because I think already the girls could tell there was something between the two of them. But then you're basically like week three, quote unquote, episode Mm -hmm. three. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm so confident that I am winning that I told them to date all you losers. Because I'm sure he won't, he will still pick me. I get it from her perspective. Like, hey, I want you to date everybody so you're very confident when you pick me so you're not like. Yes. Oh, well, what What were the other options?
0: Absolutely. Saying that to Kurt was a good move. And I do think that if they are to be together in the future, that is what needs to happen. But
1: the But the issue of her saying that is he has to do that whether she says anything or not. That's what the show is going to do.
0: I, I agree. I agree.
1: Like, and, and this is why I'm convinced and we are convinced that that was the setup um, for those two particular people to win, because mm-hmm. if they do this every week, it can't just be like the challenge where it's based purely on merit, because yeah. when people, you know, if somebody is a mega athlete or winning every week, it's not, it doesn't work well for a TV show Mm-hmm. If, let's say she wins the next two weeks, she's going to have two more one-on-one dates? No. That's not what's going to happen. So, like, yeah, she didn't need to say it. I think she wanted to say it. Maybe this is something she has perhaps told other people that she's been dating. Like, no, that's fine. Like, date other people. You're going to come back to me because I'm better than all these other people. But...
0: And again, I'm not. I'm not going to judge her for saying that to Kurt. She should never have said that to any of these girls.
1: Yeah, That was not.
0: Not even a single one of them. <laughs> much less to all of them sitting there waiting for her to get out, back from her date.
1: To literally, do you understand how this works now, Rachel? <laughs> everyone.
0: Everyone.
1: That was everyone. <laughs> that was everyone. Carolyn had to show you who everyone was, and that was everyone.
0: Oh fuck. That's all I have on these dates now. You can go ahead and and get on your soapbox. Go
1: ahead. Well, it's not really a soapbox. It's just like a lesson in how to make great television.
0: Mm. Yes. Teach the people.
1: We saw this within 30 seconds to two minutes of this television program here. So as they leave the arena of operas, they move to Gainesville's best bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I think the producers may have been working on the challenge last season, too, because they had them, like, walk out to the bowling alley through, like, yes. the fog that the Miami <laughs> Hurricanes come out to yeah. as if as if they were about to, like, I don't know, like, play in the national championship game or something. I don't know what this move was.
0: Yeah, why didn't Steven and Jenny get that?
1: Like they had some poor intern running around to the 90 Walmarts in the area, gathering as many fog machines and fog juice as possible for that 2 seconds. And the reason I know this is because for the second week in a row, they left a production person in the fucking shot. <laughs> On the right-hand side, you can see the person standing by the fog horn just 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 letting the fog out of them walking out to the bowling alley. I love this show so much. I'd get it if it was a competition, but it wasn't a competition. It would be like, you know, if if, if you beat me, you're going to win a car that may or not be my car because I may or may not be rich. No, no, no. It was just like right after that, it was like, oh, so this is the nice state. We're here bowling. But but <laughs> just how do you not see the production person in there? Just crop in. Yeah. Just crop it. Just, just. Crop in, editors. Come on, man.
0: And, like, how many people do you think watch that through before it goes up? So many. Which, speaking of Fox, we are happy to be those people as well. Send us screeners. Oh. Send us screeners, please. We will happily tell you when we see production in your shots.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up before I get into the the mess that is actually bowling on television and what a disaster this was. Go ahead. Yeah. Send us fucking screeners. Please. The number one podcast, the number one Joe millionaire podcast, the official unofficial official needs screeners. And I feel like you are already trying to take us down. I mean, l- help us help you. We're the number one rated. It's very clear. <laughs> Just type it in. You'll see us up there. It says the right reality. But you're going to give the leads interviews on reality, Steve and Paris Hilton and fucking Jason Tardick. But we don't get them. People who don't do more than one episode? Oh, you're going to repost tweets from people who you're paying to tweet? We're providing you all this content. For free. And we can't get an interview.
0: We can't get a screener. Just give us a screener. I Seriously, I'll send you editing notes. about. We, Steven and I can help you with your consistency errors. Upload it on Frame. <laughs>
1: Frame.io. <laughs> give us the private link. We know how this works. This is what we do during our jobs. so... You know. Send us a review link. We'll type in notes. We'd love to. I'll talk to the editor one-on-one. Yeah. Because for the second time in 30 seconds, we're just going to have massive continuity errors. You're going to show her picking up a bowling ball. Yeah. Her picking up a bowling ball, which is purple. A purple bowling ball, Mixie. I I know. I saw it too, steve And then it cuts to a green bowling ball being thrown down the aisle. I know. I know.
0: They didn't even try.
1: Throw down the lane. What lane? Lane five. Call
0: me crazy, but they could have color corrected that ball to be the correct color easily without a problem. Ten minutes.
1: Or you could have waited until they bowled to then shoot your B-roll. Because I know for a fact there's somebody sitting there. Well, what if they throw another ball? Uh, Don't worry about that like, we're filming all this B-roll with, like, a green ball. What if she throws a purple ball? Not a worry. No one will notice. We noticed. And at least throw on the same fucking lane. So when you're cutting, and I see they're throwing on lane 14, and then you cut to a shot of a different color ball on lane (laughs) 5, I don't lose my mind. Yeah, Oh and then Kurt with a orange ball, Jai on the screen cuts to a wide shot of the entire bowling alley and there is clearly pins missing on his lane. Yeah. And you cut what you cut to what? You cut back to lane 5 with all the fucking pins. As if you got a, and they got a strike. I don't care if these people get strikes. It's actually better for me if they don't get strikes. I don't need to see why do they need to get strikes? Just show me what they did. Holy fucking shit! What is going on? Well, I mean, but you know what? I I'm, I'm gonna say this. I know I screamed. It was so great. I loved every fucking second of it. I was I was laughing the entire time, and I loved it. Same. because because
0: you know this is this is what it was. It wasn't like in a movie when there's a, a continuity error and it's just like the Kit Kat <laughs> moves like a little bit on the table. No, this was like there was a purple ball being thrown down to two pins and we cut to a green ball in all of the pins. It was just so bad. It was incredible. Please don't stop. Uh,
1: (laughs) I just, if you, and I hope you're doing this for us. As a matter of fact, I know you're doing this for us. Thank you, producers who are clearly (laughs) listening. We appreciate you. We love everything you've done so far. Please continue to do this, but just send us a
0: screener. Yeah, just send us a screener. We'll help you with whatever you want help with. Please. Well, after that uh that incredible time, Carolyn gets a unicorn and I just thought it was so funny when they kissed right before he left at the at the house. She had like a death grip on that unicorn with one of her hands. <laughs> so funny to me. It looked like she was strangling that unicorn while she was kissing him at the at
1: the stairs. Um Mixie, can we can we discuss quickly? Yeah. Um, their conversation about Tulum. I just. Do you remember what they said about Tulum? Earlier we gave you a public service announcement from The Right Reality. Ladies, clock that. Remember that. Tulum. Now we're giving you more information, more public service announcements from your friends, the number one Joe mm-hmm. Millionaire podcast, The Right Reality. It's our responsibility as the number one Joe Millionaire podcast, the official unofficial, official official, Tulum is for parties. Yes. Kurt said it was necessary for him to go for business at times.
0: But he's a contractor.
1: What type of business, Kurt? Alcohol business? DJ business? Cocaine business? Building a bar. He's not building a bar in Tulum. That's why I don't think
0: any of this is real. I don't think that man has ever stepped foot in Tulum.
1: He looks like the type of guy who would go to Tulum. He's going to party his face off. He's going to listen to EDM and party his face off. And that's just a sign of like a regular dude with good looking hair. I don't
0: think he's ever been.
1: Who just likes to party in Tulum. And she goes, oh, I went to Tulum as well. And she kind of gave him a little bit of business like, oh, you went for business, huh? I know what Tulum's for. Tulum is not for business.
0: That's why I think he's lying. I think he fully made it up. I bet Stephen was like, "Dude, I take my helicopter to Tulum all the time," and then Kurt was like, "I gotta get that. I gotta use that." I bet he doesn't even know where Tulum is.
1: <laughs> Hold on, is that where ri- do rich people go to Tulum? Yeah, that's all the rich people. Like, do you even do you even like follow Duoma? Like, that's where all the rich. Did I say it right, Mixi? Duaxmoi. Duaxmoy. Du- 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 what is
0: it?
1: Duaxmoy. Du Duaxmoy? People who are listening know what it is.
0: It's the Instagram account about all the celebrity gossip.
1: Yeah, they all go to yeah. Tulum, and he's like, "Oh, that's where the rich people go." So I need to tell people I go to Tulum.
0: I I think it's a lie. I think he's lying. But
1: maybe Kurt's a secret DJ.
0: Maybe he is a secret DJ. That'd be sick. Sign me up for that.
1: Maybe that's maybe that's like the twist of all this. Is they go, "Oh, he's worth."
0: He's not a millionaire. He's a billionaire. <laughs> He's
1: dead mouse. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that as a possibility. <sighs> have they ever been in the same room together?
0: I mean, I haven't seen him. Oh my god!
1: He, oh god! Oh my god! We have dead mouses on the show.
0: We're just gonna call him Dead Mouse from now on. Not call him Kurt.
1: <laughs> I mean, it'll really fuck with people who are just joining us. It will. But I'm for it. <laughs>
0: So, well, you know, the girls come back, like we said. Carolyn kind of spilled everything, which really not a good call. Um, but Andrea was talking about Carolyn. And th- again, I just really like her a lot. Yeah. She is yeah. she is no bullshit. And that's the kind of people I like to be around. Mm-hmm. She was just like, she's going to get him and that's it. And I've known it since the second that those two laid eyes mm-hmm. on each other. And I fully agree with
1: her. It's something has to drastically change their relationship for this to mm-hmm. go sideways and even then i still think he'd, he'd pick her so something has to go crazy yeah for something to change we'll see if it happens but she was right yeah. it's hers huh. to lose and she it actively is. tried to lose by doing this because now what you could do is you could Actively try to sabo her if you wanted uh-huh. to when you go on the dates be like, oh, yeah, Carolyn was talking about how she was just looking You know, like just bullshit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just make something up. Yep. Absolutely. I can't wait for that kind of shit But we get a bell again <laughs> And can I just say that this is easily my favorite bell? Mm. Because it was done over an intercom loved
1: it loved it
0: and he announced that, Martin announced that there was going to be an elimination over the intercom. We're not even collecting everybody in a room anymore. We've said fuck it to that. <laughs> Martin has a mic and is like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Put speakers in this house. I'm not getting up.
1: <laughs> Question. Is the intercom real?
0: Yeah, I think it is. You think there was a real intercom? Okay. Houses like houses like that have stuff like that.
1: Okay. You don't think it's a real intercom? No, I don't think it's a real
0: intercom. Fuck! I, damn it! It's got to be a real intercom. please. Please, ladies, DM me and tell me it's a real intercom.
1: DM us. Let us know, intercom real or fake? Because, like, watch. Like, I'm just going to turn the intercom on my voice right now. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies. It is me and Martin. Please come to the cocktail ceremony where we will not even have any cocktails with the gentlemen. You will just be eliminated based off however they feel possible. Last week, there was a bottom four. This week, no button four. I will just go by one by one. <laughs> And create a long drawn out process where you will have to hear me say this ninety times in a matter of ten minutes. Okay, see you soon.
0: Even if it was fake, good on the production team for writing this in. <laughs> I love it. Either way, putting Martin over an intercom to tell—he's not even—he's not even standing anymore. He truly is not butting at all to this episode. He hasn't butted once.
1: It's something that i appreciate seeing he's over the butting he's like i'm not gonna butt anymore i don't need to butt i am martin the butler you will butt me
0: you will butt for me exactly you know i just thought it was really funny that he was over the intercom and then you know sarah rose started freaking out Mm,
1: sarah rose
0: yeah god love her she just needs a little bit of guidance, and I thought Jenny telling her to write on a piece of paper. And I thought it was like really good
1: advice. It was something you want to see them do, like even though they're still competing with each other in a way, they're like, okay, yeah. she's she's she needs to do her part. Like, I'm well, help I don't you. think
0: that they're competing anymore because. Sarah Rose said very clearly that she was not attracted to Stephen from the moment he, you know, leaned over that ledge. She said that. She was like, I was never into Stephen, and thank God Kurt came out, and we realized there was two guys. Mm -hmm. She's full in on Kurt, and I think Jenny's full in on Stephen, so that's why she's helping her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But incredible. So we have this elimination this time they are not in sweats they do know it's coming um they take them all outside where they sit on some couches and stuff and andrea is in her own throne talk about a throne she got a real throne (laughs) she was in her own seat by herself in this like stunning royal blue and my every time they showed the group my eyes went straight to her go off queen i saw you keep doing your thing But then we have Sarah Rose. The guys come out. Martin comes out. He explains that it's elimination because apparently during eliminations, the guys go mute. (laughs) Don't really understand that.
1: They're plugged in (laughs) like Teslas and they can't function.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're charging so they can't say anything. Exactly.
1: They just sit there and they nod their head.
0: That's the only active butt that Martin does. He speaks for them.
1: It is. Yeah. (laughs) I think they maybe tried to do this once, and the guys like were like, "So um, we really would, um, you Sarah. Uh, we've made the, we looked at yeah. the paintings <laughs> in the house of you, dude, bro. That were like we. Also, uh, Martin, can you tell us if the paintings <laughs> that are inside the house are actually paintings, or did these girls get these shots done at Glamour Shots back in the '90s, and they've been posted <laughs> on our wall in very fine frames?" That you must have got at Michaels or something. Uh-oh. The wall of photos slash paintings. Those are photos. Is just is just impressive. It's the photos that are on our spreadsheet. It's
0: the same photos that they took the day they walked in the. Morning. I don't
1: the think first they day. are though. Are
0: yes, they? they are. Yes, they are because they all have this maroon background.
1: Yeah, but I think there might be like two photos done. Maybe because. Our girl. I'll have to go
0: back and watch it because that's important.
1: I think. Yeah. I mean, they obviously took a whole bunch of photos that day because our girl Susan, who decided to do her best Stanley Hudson impersonation this week, during Uh uh, which type of rich or poor date do you go on to? And she's just fucking knitting on the couch, (laughs) not paying attention at all to anything that's going on. Her photo in that room, like her head's like tilted sideways. And like her normal photo is just like regular.
0: Uh, I, I will, I will, yeah. I'm going to go back through it.
1: It doesn't really matter. No, it matters. <laughs> so we're going to argue about this.
0: <laughs> I'll go back and figure it out. Don't you worry. I'll get back to you guys on episode five, maybe. I don't know if we're skipping all the even numbers. We'll find out later.
1: That's definitely what it is. Maybe we have to go to like Fox Plus or some bullshit like that to get the extra episodes.
0: Oh, maybe. Which
1: doesn't exist. I know Fox Plus doesn't exist, everybody. Okay, calm down. Mixie, can I ask you a question? Because I don't think I don't think we saw what was in Sarah Rose's note, right? We never did. No. What do you think it said in the note? I need a like, a female expert opinion on what was in the note. Because it was a small note. It wasn't like a full piece of paper. I don't know.
0: I'm curious if we'll find out next episode what she wrote. Because I, you know, every time that she was with him on episode one, she just kept saying he wouldn't look at her. He was making her feel like she wasn't good looking or wasn't good enough. So, you know, and then she was saying that she has a hard time opening up. So maybe it's just her being like, I feel like you don't, you are, not you know, looking at me. I'm looking at you. I'm hot. You're hot. Let's fuck.
1: Oh. That's probably what it is.
0: That's probably what it was.
1: Like, meet me in the jacuzzi. Yeah. Right after Rose ceremony, and we're going to bang.
0: That's probably what it is.
1: Definitely what it is. Definitely what it is.
0: Absolutely. Well, so, you know, Sarah Rose has this note. She asks to pull Kurt, and this happens. Can I help you, my dear? Can I steal Kurt for a second? What is this, a free-for-all? So Martin's like... What the fuck are you are you doing? And the favorite, my favorite, is the way that he asked if he could help her. Like he was so fucking over that shit. He's like, I have to stand up here and read off all these girls' names because Kurt and Steven can't read. That's hard enough. Like I now you're now this girl's pulling him aside. We gotta wait twenty minutes. What's going on? I just thought it was so funny. And then you know they show Kurt and Sarah Rose talking. Whatever. Nobody really gives a shit about that because Martin and Suzanne have an incredible interaction. You guys got to hear it here. I, I'm i sorry. I'm just a bit. Oh, trust me. We're tift as well. <laughs> I didn't even know that people still used that tift. I just thought, God, it was so funny. Martin just was so in the face Martin made after when like shoots coming back. This man is just show him 24 seven, just split screen. Whatever you guys edited for the show on half of the screen, and just give me Martin reacting to it.
1: Listen, here's the thing, Fox 495. We're we're about to give you an entire social campaign, and all we're asking in return for this social campaign is a fucking screener, please.
0: Screener.
1: So we can record and have it ready for as soon as it's done. East Coast, we hit post, and you get immediate content after. This is great for you. It would help you and us.
0: It would help us both. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. It's a win-win. I will sign my first child's life to you if I do anything with this screener you don't want me to do.
1: You just, you know how this works? It's all digital screeners. It's got our name burned into it. So if we, like, fucking sell it or anything, it's got a burn in it, okay?
0: I'm not, and we're not going to do that. We just want to help you. Help us help you. Please.
1: Here's the social campaign. You ready? Yeah. Martin's tips on being High class. Each week is just Martin helping us be more high class. Simple tips. Those would kill. Manners, the inside fork is the salad fork. This is the content we need. I agree. We'll do it for you. Hire me and Mixie. (laughs) We'll do it. We'll fly out to London where Martin surely is hanging out, buddling. Yeah, he's budding hard in London. And we'll, we'll do this whole thing. We don't need 80 camera people. We need like me and a cell phone and some lights, okay? Yes. That's it. And maybe a microphone, but that's it. And we'll shoot this whole social campaign for you. Easy. And each week, it's just Martin's tips on, on just life.
0: On the act of budding.
1: And the act of budding. You're a genius, Steven. They don't deserve this. They really don't. With how they're treating us. It's just unbelievable. You're giving interviews of the guys to to Paris Hilton and all these other people. By the way, having the guys ask Paris Hilton to say that's hot. Incredible. Incredible. It was so good. I, I loved it so much. So
0: good. And then they said that's hot and it was so good. And then she says,
1: you do it. And they're like, fuck yeah, we're going to say this to Paris Hilton. <laughs> of course. This is one of my dreams as a child.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's got to be top three moments of their lives. Oh. Steven, obviously, number one is being in his helicopter, but I think this has got to be number two. He's
1: like, wait a second, Paris. Can I get my helicopter before I do this? <laughs> Are you attracted to people with helicopters? What's that? You have 20 uh, helicopters? Okay, never mind.
0: Well, we get into the elimination right away. Sarah Rose's ass doesn't even hit the seat for a full second before Martin's <laughs> like, let's go, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I have been on this set. For 16 fucking hours. My call time was 4 a.m. We didn't start filming till 8. It is now 2 a.m. I would like to go back to the hotel, please.
0: I don't even remember who the first person was. But, like, I'm serious. We saw Sarah Rose squatting to sit. And then Martin's like,
1: for richer or for poorer. (laughs) For richer or for poorer. The two girls that were on the dates, I don't care what your names are. Just get the fuck out of here. Go back upstairs. (laughs) We're throwing away everything we did last week. There's no bottom floor anymore. Uh huh.
0: Suzanne, she came out from the bottom floor. I'm so glad that they were able to do that bottom floor to tell her very clearly what she was doing wrong in order to move up. And she was able to do that.
1: Uh, it makes This makes no sense. And I love every second of it.
0: <laughs> it makes no sense. I love she every second. I'm so of it. happy, too. And it made me so happy. I was like, let's go, Suzanne, from the bottom to the top. You got I, this. Every
1: week, I just need you guys. I'm begging you to do the elimination differently. I don't know how, how many weeks of this show you got. I'm guessing about 10. There's got to
0: be a lot because they only they only got rid of one girl this time.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing about maybe 10-ish weeks. I need you to figure out a new way of producing the elimination every <laughs> single week. Make them all be in a pool one week and then <laughs> there's people go. just there with towels and they just sh- like chauffeur them inside if they're okay. And the last <laughs> one has to just go from the hot tub to the pool you have to just jump in the pool and get extremely cold really quickly, and that's how you're eliminated from Joe Millionaire.
0: I love it. There has to be. I mean, I I, I trust them to to do these eliminations so poorly, and by that I mean incredibly.
1: Incredibly well. We're, they're two for two. I mean three for three.
0: I'm curious if Kurt and Steven will ever speak during elimination ceremonies. Probably not.
1: Unless their battery was charged earlier from the, the Tesla charging station.
0: Yeah, maybe when there's only like four girls left. I yeah. know it's a lot. Yeah, it's a big ask. It is. I need a spreadsheet. So, Woo. um, so Martin is, you know, listing off all of these people. He is doing the act of budding the most I've seen mm-hmm. by speaking for the men. Yeah. And then we are down to our bottom three. We have CJ, Amber and Doris. Now last week, or two weeks ago, because week two is is maybe happened, maybe didn't. To the Fox vault. Last week, CJ was like the girl at the ball. She was the belle of the... What was it?
1: Nixie, Nixie, I interrupt. I interrupt this review to let you know yeah. that Joe Millionaire just liked one of our tweets. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Send us a screener. Where's our screener?
1: I'm responding right now. I'm responding. Leave me a review. At Joe Millionaire. Where is our screener as the number one Joe Millionaire podcast? Pop off. Send. Uh, Let's see you like that tweet now, Joe Millionaire. Let's see you like that tweet. Huh? Huh? I'm sorry. Continue, uh, Martin's act of butting.
0: Yeah. So Martin was is butting. He's speaking for them. He. So this elimination, like Stephen was saying, completely opposite from the last one. The last one, Martin called to find the bottom four, and everybody else just left. This time, he's going one by one and uh, relieving the women of their duties for the day. Um, and sending them upstairs. And then we have the bottom three, which is CJ, Amber, and Doris. Now, last episode, CJ was like the belle of the ball with Kurt. Kurt really liked her. Well, apparently, she did not show up enough this week. Mm. So she was in the bottom two, three with Amber, who, like I said, only thing I remember is her twerking to Stallion, which is really all she needs to be remembered for. But she was in the bottom Um, for, I think again, not, I guess the overarching of the bottom three this week was not trying to talk to them enough, Mm. maybe. And Doris was last and you know, Doris is too pure for this show. I agree with you. She's just not built out for reality TV, which is not, which is not an insult. Honestly, I am built out for reality TV and that's insulting to me. (laughs) (laughs) You are too good, Doris. You stay your pure little perfect self and you go find yourself a nice man that doesn't talk about his helicopter for an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. Good luck. You deserve that. Good luck though.
0: And with that, we close the chapter on episode three of Joe Millionaire.
1: All right. We got to get to our woo counter this week, guys. Woo. Our woo counter this week was 12. Damn. 12 woos. That's low. It's low, but at 16.33 into the show, we had our 10th woo. Oh. The back half did not deliver on the woos. It was a front-loaded woo. Yeah,
0: well, they were the they were the individual dates, so they, they had a hard time wooing by themselves. At
1: 15 minutes into this program, we were on, like, woo eight or nine, and I was like, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with this.
0: Oh. And then they gave you a break.
1: Uh, we need to definitely go back to group dates next week. I want to see group dates again. It should alternate every week. Yeah. Because this one on one thing is going to get real boring real quick. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. I typically do end up fast forwarding. When I'm watching yeah. on to podcasts, I yeah. fast forward through one on ones. Yeah. Because I'm just not here for like actual love.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody's, no, no.
0: I don't want you guys to actually date. Wah.
1: So after our woo counter, comes our time to welcome in our new hotties. Yes. And to the Hot Take Hotties Facebook page, which you can find in the episode description in there. We just, we just chat about the show. It's spoiler free because we have to approve all the posts before yes. they are posted. So it's a safe space for you to be. And mm-hmm. the bonus is Nixie tries to say your name. Yay. Yay. So that's a bonus. So join the hotties. I can't
0: spell or speak, so this is it.
1: And let her try to 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 guess your name. And after that, uh, well, actually, before we do that, because some of you might tune out now, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Or I swear to God, you'll get five minutes more on the treadmill. You son of <laughs> a bitch! Don't you? Don't make me do it. I'm getting the timer ready. Don't make me do it. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, we're not gonna make you do it because okay. we're gonna kindly ask that you leave us a review on iTunes. If if you have just found us and this is you found us through Joe Millionaire, the best thing we don't ask for money. We don't have a fucking Patreon. We're no. not charging you for extra content behind a paywall. Get wrecked podcasts that do that. No sir, we're here to provide you entertainment. What we kindly <laughs> ask in return. It's just a review on iTunes. We do read them out. So if you want to put something in there funny, feel free. If you want to shout us out, feel free. It's the only way, as Mixie said earlier, that we know our value in this world <laughs> is through reviews on iTunes.
0: It really helps us out a lot, uh, gets us to a lot more listeners, which, you know, we just want to share the joy of Joe Millionaire with everyone. So the more reviews, the better. Yes. And we appreciate it. it even can, if Even if you hate us. Yeah me a one-star review because engagement is engagement and i will take any kind of it
1: sure and even if it's two sentences started yeah. listening love the show thank you that's all it's got to be so we really appreciate that and now on to Mixie, who will read our new hotties
0: we have four new hotties this week tammy lee welcome welcome welcome, welcome. thank you for the engagement we have a oh lord we have a th- we have a three-name a three name namer.
1: I love a three-namer.
0: Marsha Anderson Grindall. I think you did that. I was so confident. I think you did it. I think I did it, too. Let's go, team.
1: We're off to a good start. Is this going to be a week of you getting all four names?
0: I think maybe. But I think I fucked up that girl that's actually on the show. Andrea, Andrea. Please <laughs> let me know what your name is. <laughs> um... Next to the hotties, we have Courtney Schaefer. I think welcome. you got that one right too. I feel confident. And last but not least, we actually have a mother. Yes. Of a contestant.
1: Yes. On
0: Joe Millionaire. We are so happy to welcome Jill Jorgensen. Thank you so much, Annie Jorgensen's mother. We love to have you.
1: Hey, Jill, you know, put in a good word with me.
0: Yeah. Steven, Steven needs some help.
1: I need I need some help, okay? Like, I'm Steven with a pH, so like whatever. But I mean, I'm funny as shit. Come on.
0: He's got two extra letters, but not a helicopter. Steven Lafran. Hey! Well, that is all of the hotties. Please feel free to join the hotties, like Steven said. Link in the description. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Spotify, which actually Spotify just allows you to to leave a uh, amount of stars for reviews. So feel free to hit us with the five stars over there. Yeah. Start up. Star us up. And we are so excited to get into episode four, or maybe it'll be episode five. We don't know. We're just
1: skipping numbers. I love skipping it. skipping
0: numbers. <laughs> Nothing matters except for Martin. Everybody have a fantastic week and we will see you again soon. Woo, bye. Bye.